let's talk about sleep. Sleep is my favorite thing, not because I'm lazy, but I just think it's the best way to recharge yourself. And if you're not valuing your sleep, you're in a whole lot of trouble. I don't actually mean you're in a whole lot of trouble. It's just like, got to get that hook in so that you're like, oh, what's he going to say next? I'm in trouble for sleeping. Sleeping is one of these things that you should be gamifying. I talked about it, I think, two weeks ago in the podcast and I got a couple of emails saying, can you tell us more about sleep? Yeah, sleep's amazing. And if you're going to bed for eight hours, you should make sure it's the best eight hours that you can get. If I said to you, do you want to go to a concert? One of them is absolutely crap. The sound's terrible. Uh, the lighting's terrible. The floor's all sticky. The band can't play. One of the bands is going to cancel. There's a leak in the roof. There's going to be a girl and a guy on the side of you with absolutely honking B.O. Uh, the stairs are going to be dangerous to get down and every third person is going to want to fight you is option number one. Option number two, do you want to go to an amazing concert and VIP and do a meet and greet backstage and then get up, get up on stage with your favourite band to like sing banging vocals? Maybe you want to do a duet with the lead singer. Which one would you rather go to? I'll wait for you to answer, but let's be honest, you would rather do the second one. Unless you're some sort of sycophant likes going to bad gigs. It's the same with sleep. You're going to be spending eight hours in your bed. If you're not spending eight hours in your bed, that, that's number one. That's prefix number one. Make sure you get at least eight hours. But when you go to bed and you get sleeping, the quality of your day the next day is going to be based on how good your sleep was. So what kind of mood will you be in? How are you going to you know, be able to like conduct your daily life? What will you be like with tasks? with writing, with reading, like sleep is a luxury, but it's not, you know, I don't want to say you get as much out of sleeping as you put into it, but you can get a lot more out of it. There's obviously the brain function part of it. Like if you're getting crack and sleep, you're going to have an even better day. You can perform better, read and write, and we've discussed all that stuff. But also if you're smashing the weights, the gym, that if you've actually like just been walking a lot, or if you're a uh, endurance roar like myself, then getting good sleep is important for repairing yourself. If you're not getting good sleep, then you're just not going to progress. Emotionally, if you're absolutely smashed for sleep, like you're just going to find yourself perhaps not bursting into tears, but you're not going to have the bandwidth to like, you know, deal with stuff and you might end up bursting into tears. And let me tell you, as a man or a woman, it is okay to burst into tears. And I don't need to give you permission for that. I'm just saying that it is. But if you're not getting enough sleep, then you'll be a lot more emotional. I certainly remember when I was younger and I was working like three jobs, like people could say boo to me and I'd just be like, I just, I can't, I can't deal with stuff at the moment because just I'm emotionally flushed. So that's another reason for getting good sleep. Everyone on social media loves a list. So here's my top 10 things for getting better sleep. Number one, make sure you have a regular bedtime. If you go to bed at 11 o'clock every single night, then that is the time that you go to bed every single night, including on the weekends. Don't for a second think you can go to bed at 3 o'clock in the morning one night and then the next night go to bed at 9 o'clock and it's going to even out. It does not work that way. You can't decide not to brush your teeth for seven days and then in the eighth day you're just going to like brush hell out of them. Like it's not. Like it's, it's mad, but it's the way some people look at it. Number two, stick to the same times that you get up and you go to bed and that includes in the weekends. So for me, I go to bed at 11 o'clock every single night and I'm talking about in bed at 11 o'clock with my head in the pillow and that's true. And I get up at 7 o'clock every morning, that's true. 
whether it's a Saturday or Sunday, it doesn't matter. Your brain wants to regulate. And if you tell your brain that you're going to be falling asleep every night, half past 11, and get up at 7 o'clock, it's almost like ringing like a dinner bell saying this is when we're doing the repairing work. Number three, remove any distractions from your bedroom. Telephones, no. TV, no. Microwave, no. I'm like, I don't know about the microwave. If you've got a microwave in your bedroom, hey, no judgment here. Maybe it's for hot water bottles, but I really don't think you should be having anything in your bedroom. In an ideal world, you would have a bedroom and would be nothing in it at all. Just your bed, your sheets, your covers, your pillows, like nothing else. Nothing else. If you can do it, try it. It's amazing. Number four, avoid exercise late at night. If you're going to bed at 11 o'clock and then you're coming back from the gym at 10 o'clock and you've been like bursting out a big row, big cardio session, weights like inside your body's just like pistons going up and down. There's no way that at that point you can just go to bed an hour later because your body's just, your, your body's raving. Inside your body's having a rave. You can't go to sleep when you're raving. It wouldn't make sense, would it? Five, avoid eating late at night. If I'm going to bed at 11, there's no way I'm eating anything after 8 o'clock. Because remember, when you eat that food, that your body is like basically like trying to digest it all, and there's stuff going on. So you're, if you're eating late at night and you're trying to go to bed, but it's like there's this factory going through, so don't eat after 8 o'clock at night. Or generally, I'm saying 8 o'clock at night because I go to bed at 11. So do not be eating food after 8 o'clock at night. That's why... When you come in from the pub and you're pissed and you have like a big massive like kebab like the size of my laptop or you have a big massive pizza like four times the size of my laptop and then you wake up and when you're like, oh, I didn't really sleep that well. Was it the seven pints of tenants lager? Absolutely. But the real big contributing factor to it was the fact that you were trying to like eat a Christmas dinner and then go to bed. So do not do it. Number six, I'm not saying take a nap, but number six you're feeling a bit tired during the day, like just sit down, have a wee rest, read a book. You don't want to go to bed overtired. I know it sounds the most bizarre thing, but like don't fatigue yourself all, all the way through the day. Think about the toothbrushing thing. Number seven, reduce stress before you go to bed. If you're the kind of person that likes to fight with their other half on the phone, their daughter, their mother, their brother, their sister, like whatever, their workmate, their colleague, their boss, whatever, don't expect to go into a heightened state of alertness and anxiety by having some sort of crazy phone call at 10 o'clock at night for half an hour and then expecting to go into bed. Like it's not like your brain's just like trying to process all this information. It's just going round and round like a washing machine in a waltzer. You know, there's no way you can just like lie down and go to your bed. So I set my alarm at 8 o'clock once I've had my dinner. I put it into flight safe mode and if I need to pick up my phone to look at social media, I listen to a podcast then I'll do it. But apart from that, I really don't want to be looking at blue light. If you do get blue light glasses, you'll look like an alien that's visited Earth. And by alien, I mean a UFO, not someone from another country. But at that point, it'll be good for, you know, blue light. So get the glasses on Amazon. They look quite cool. You can get red ones, blue ones, like pretty much any color. Look cool. Like you're in some sort of 80s disco. If you really want a complete look, get a piano tie and a leather jacket. If you want to go further with number seven, I would say think about having some like yoga meditation techniques where that might be a bit too Californian for the majority of our audience. But, you know, have, having a stretch before you go to bed, especially if you're a bit sore, 
having a stretch before you go to bed can be really cool. Number eight, make sure you fall asleep in a cool, clean, cool, dark room. If your room is nice and cool, not cold, if it's cool, then you have a much better sleep. So make sure it's a nice, clean, cool, clear room. That brings me on to other thing. Like, don't have your bedroom like a, a Salvation Army jumbo shop. Don't. Just make sure your room's tidy. Number nine, avoid caffeine, avoid alcohol, any sort of substances, because again, if your brain's trying to go into a relaxing point and you've just had a can of Red Bull and some vodka in it, then that's not good for anyone. Same goes for nicotine as well. Trying to move all that stuff for three hours. I know it's hard, but try it for 28 days. You will feel better. 10, the baller, the daddy, or the mummy. Listen to Cam music before you go to bed. It's the best thing. I have waterfalls. Sometimes I listen to waterfalls for half an hour before going to bed. That might seem like a weirdo, but look at it here. Am I really that bored if you call me a weirdo? Not at all. But anyway, if you follow any one of these 10 steps, your sleep will improve dramatically. And if you try all 10, I will tell you after 20 days, your sleep quality will be in a different atmosphere. Good luck. Try it all. Sweet dreams. And remember, slay that dragon.